The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House of Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And this is Eric Austin from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. And it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Happy about that. Happy yeah. birthday. Uh, had a nice, uh, nice birthday. So Yeah. yeah Did you do anything kick, exciting yeah, or kick, fun? Kick back. Might have had one or two adult beverages if I'm Excellent. not mistaken. Got taken out of lunch not by the crew. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you remember. <laughs> you just don't want to tell us exactly yeah, how many. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, as that's, long as you had somebody driving you, that's, that's good. Just between me and the priest. I mean, the bartender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, happy birthday Thank and also you. happy Valentine's Another Day. Another successful trip around the sun. Yeah. Well, same to you, too. Yes. Happy thank Valentine's you. I'm not Day. usually a big Valentine person, but I'm yeah. trying I'm trying to be a little bit more that way because, you know, as our team's been growing, I realize my bah humbug personality type mm. about this. I'm, I'm just not one of the Hallmark holiday the, people. The Hallmark holidays. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm just not. No, just think of it as just an occasion to just tell your significant other that you love them. And that's... I, I like to do, to that do that on a more daily basis. Right. Well, <laughs> that's good. You know, not everybody you know. remembers to do that on a daily basis. Oh, that's so true. Good for you. That's true. That, that's yeah. Good. I just, so. I, I'll say it's a big money saver for him because I don't require any flowers, yeah. any chocolate, any special dinners. Like I'm, I'm actually pretty low maintenance when so it comes to Valentine's that, Day. All those extra funds can go towards uh, things for like the boat. boating equipment. <laughs> yeah. You know, which exactly he was yeah. able to buy a pot puller this weekend oh there you go yeah found himself a great deal on craigslist so i guess that was his valentine's more gift competition to out there yeah because <laughs> i guess the thing he doesn't get is a gift for me either there you go <laughs> I for, guess those, for those of our listeners who are thinking what is a pot puller uh, yeah we're not talking about oh yeah like we're not talking about the, oh yeah with. we're not talking yeah. about 420 no, 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 no. <laughs> right or that yeah some sort of a harvesting machine no, 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 no. Oh, this is for funny. pulling crab and shrimp yes. pots out crab of the pots. water. Yes. yes. So yes. when you're out there crabbing and you're too lazy to pull them up by hand, you know, you just hook too it up to lazy. the puller. Well, I am. Just no, I'm, I'm in It's not club. about being lazy. That's how, I mean, those things can be down a couple hundred feet. Well, the, I don't even the, consider the, that lazy the at the all. Shrimp pots are way down there. Yeah. yeah. I'm not oh, going to, yeah. I can't tell you the exact depth because that's. Trade secret. I know. Trade secret for but, you. Uh, but it, they're way down there. So, yeah, that's a lot of work. Anybody that's pulled um, shrimp yeah. pots or crab pots, you know, it's, yeah. especially if they're full of crab or shrimp. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. They can be heavy. Yeah. I was just telling, yeah. uh, you know, we did a regatta this weekend with the Rainier Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. So we had the heavy weather thing this weekend. Yes, you did. Which yeah. was totally fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we were we were talking about, you know, the fishing and all the other things that go on. So, yeah, we were deeply into the fishing culture, talking to everybody over there. Sure. It, was, it was actually quite a bit of fun. But uh, uh, I should post for you. We have it on a private link right now. I should send you. They do a skit. 
Uh-huh. So they get these yacht clubs together. So uh, Bremerton Yacht Club was hosting the event, and we were there as one of several yacht clubs. And uh, they do a competitive skit. Oh, funny. And the theme this year was, If I Had a Boat. Ah. So we took Lyle Levitt's song, If I Had a Boat. Yeah, there you go. And they created a skit, and I was the little videographer. So I have it up on a private YouTube on the Team Reba YouTube channel. I'll share it with you. It's on our private member page on Facebook. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Just uh, just a little FYI there, which we're still on our membership drive, by the way. Oh, I know you came to our open house. The, uh, I know I'm giving, I'm wagging here. the finger at yeah, you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. You need to come to that. I'll think about it. I'll think okay. about it. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. second in a couple very of nice other friends. people over there at that Rainier Yacht Club. So oh, yeah, seem, they're very fun. Yeah, lots seem, of fun. Seem very nice, and, and they're quite talented when it comes to skit writing. Are they? I, it was fun. <laughs> it was totally fun. They had everybody going at it too. Well, maybe was, I will. Join everyone in. was engaged. I have years and years of Boy Scout experience, so we've written a skit or two over the years. I, that's why I yeah. think you would really enjoy this club. They're yeah. a lot of fun. Of course, but you yeah. know, the dumber the better when it comes to skit writing. They, they have to be really bad. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Kind that's, of. Yeah. It just has to be goofy. Yeah, goofy and exactly. fun. Exactly. But uh, anyway, so they won for the second year in a row, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And nice. James James even got on stage. My husband. Your husband did? Yeah. Holy he got cow. on stage. He was lightning. He's... And then he flashed the crowd. Oh, good. Because he was lightning. I um, <laughs> got it. Okay. You'll have well, to see the video. He kind of uh, yeah. did the other one, too. Probably, Not a full. Not a full. Probably was funnier Not when you were there in person. <laughs> it was... Yeah. But it's, you know, it's now on video. It's... <laughs> Excellent. Kept forever. It's on well, YouTube. Good. Good. We, <laughs> so anyway, we're not even talking about real estate. I was going to say, yeah, we're, um, we're because we we actually both sort of tried to take a weekend off. Although I don't think it worked so well for you, did it? No, it didn't. Yeah, it's uh, no. lots of people buying houses over the weekend. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Yeah, well, I know you were a, also working with Marissa because while I was mm-hmm. gone, your your compatriot, my team, Marissa, yeah, my team members were holding down the fort, writing offers at a furious yeah. pace. Yeah, so. and one of them got accepted, as you know. So we're mm-hmm. We had two offers that went out, and went, oh yeah, surprise! Look at you. But yeah, it, well, we're waiting for the final sign around. The the sure, uh, sure. the sellers have to they have different work schedules. Yeah. So they want to actually do the wet signatures. They don't want to do electronic signatures. So you're going to see it tomorrow. Nice. But nice. yeah, we did we did oh, win good. a bidding war on a property cool. for uh, this. And a good example client. of a a um, you know section ten thirty one tax deferred exchange. Yes. Where if you own investment property and you sell mm-hmm. it, if you purchase another investment mm-hmm. property and follow all the rules, you can avoid having to pay capital gains taxes or at least you can, delay paying. Yes. Yes. You can and, defer uh, it. You can defer it. And that can save a person a significant amount of, of money in taxes. Yes, absolutely. So he's uh, we've got that person working on a couple. So on. we're going to have another offer going out because we got one. We didn't get one, but we've got more on yeah. the way. So, nice. yeah, that's all oh. working out. But, you know, speaking of rental property type stuff, yeah, because um, I know you and I have a new home buying class coming up, which we're going to talk about in a second. Yes, we do. But uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I was asked kind of last minute by the Rental Housing Association of Washington. I am teaching a class this Thursday. Oh, fun. From four to six, which is an introduction to rental property ownership. Yeah. 
So uh, I'm going to be one of the speakers, and there's another gentleman who will be assisting with that. But it's going to be a two-hour class from 4 to 6 p.m. on Thursday. I'm volunteering. It's, it is a pay-for class, though. So mm-hmm. you, as a member or non-member, you can come to this. I know the last I heard they had at least 14 people signed up, um, and they were expecting more coming in this week. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a good intro. That'll be, that'll be fun. So yeah. so this is for the for the – Someone who's considering getting into purchasing rental property, correct, and kind of the what to do and oh, so how much to how to needed. do analysis, uh, yeah. how to gauge you know types of properties, quality, what your own skill set is on the potential of managing that property, kind of getting the basics of you know what to know and also how to you know consider property management if you don't feel like you have the skill sets to do some so of that much to do, yeah. there is there's quite a bit yeah we do a whole SWOT analysis and talk about the financials and oh, things of that matter you know so it's going to be a lot to squeeze in two hours and and you and I are also talking about doing a a longer kind of deeper dive into that you know teaching a class like yeah. that so that we can really get into it so folks that yeah really so this is a great intro bones yeah it's a great intro yeah. um it's still even good if you're someone who has just kind of fallen into becoming a rental owner like maybe you bought another house but you didn't sell your other home yet mm-hmm. and you still need to figure out kind of like was that a good what idea yeah you yeah. know maybe i should go ahead and sell it i don't know mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a it's a great you know introduction no matter what level you're at at the very beginning phase it's not a deep like one of the guys who was going to teach with me wanted to start getting into things like modified internal rate of return discussions and I went uh I think we probably want to hold off on that because Let's bring you're going to math geeks you're going to make people's one. eyes roll back in their heads yeah. and it's going to be a little too much but Did you see my eyes light up though when you said modified internal I know. rate of return I'm like yeah yeah sweet you're the weird kind of person who finds Mm. that a turn on so there you go that's your valentine's day present okay (laughs) so (laughs) but so the the other class that we're going to do though Mm -hmm. is we're going to do our washington state housing finance commission class home buyer class correct and uh coming up on saturday march 4th correct that's going to run from 10 a.m to 3 Mm p.m and i'm still waiting for official confirmation but let's just say it's going to be in the west seattle area yes and then we'll have a bit more information on it as once i get the the actual well we're doing more classes in general this year so Mm -hmm. you know if we have any listeners who are interested in our classes but we don't seem to be in an area where you want us to be mm-hmm. i mean you can always contact us at info at teamreba.com mm-hmm. and let us know you know what you might be interested in or the Absolutely. locations because yeah. we've done these classes in bellevue we've done them in tequila mm-hmm. we've done them in puyallup before mm-hmm. we've done them in west seattle several times we've done mm-hmm. them in seattle mm-hmm. got core seattle several mm-hmm. times right. so you know if we have demand we'll definitely take the oh, class sure. yeah, where it needs to go and you know listeners we also do have multiple classes because we have the one that's washington state housing finance commission class that's a five-hour class so you get the certificates for the programs that people can qualify for mm-hmm. but those are often income focused right correct and in our case you know we also have our two-hour class that is mostly about credit budgeting and the finance side of things right right so you can ask us about the two-hour class you can ask us about the five-hour class or ask us about having the investment class because as you know we're building a list for uh the investor side right as well right Right. now so again info at teamreba.com if people are interested in uh and putting stuff out there. It's so funny. You think about uh, this is the official Washington State certified mm-hmm. five-hour first-time buyer class. You think five 
hours. What could you possibly talk about over five hours? Oh, man, there's so much content. And every time we teach that class, we we almost we run out of time. There's mm-hmm. still more to, to talk about at the end of it. And people don't want to leave. Right. You know, they're hanging around. Um, you know, they won't go home. They've got more questions. They need more information. You know, so it's there's so many different topics and ways that we can kind of give people tools and resources and information that are going to mm-hmm. help make them better home buyers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's just something that, uh, oh, there's so much to know and so much to learn and so much to talk about. Oh, and yeah. very few realtors, very few lenders actually do that. So this is good. It's it's a kind of a fun yeah. class. I love teaching it, you know, because it's fun to see oh, yeah. people's eyes light up. They're making notes and, you know, they're going to take that information. Well, take I'll tell that you what, the even though the certificate's good for two years, that information is good for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if we can help them save money when they're buying or avoid making really dumb mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, dumb mistakes, I mean, don't go away. <laughs> Stay with us. We're going to be back in just a few minutes and more with Open House with Team Reba. We'll be right back. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. And we're here today uh, talking about real estate and finance, but we also have a special guest with us today. Yes, we do. Uh, Linda Foley. And Hi, hello, everyone. Linda. Welcome. Welcome for joining. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank she, you. And Linda is with Children's Institute for Learning Differences, also known as CHILD. Yes. And you have a, uh, a breakfast coming up here? We do. We do. It's a luncheon, actually. Actually, a luncheon. Excuse yes. Me. Yeah, it is lunch, right? Because I'm scheduled lunch. to come, so I'm yes, we sure want you to lunch. come for lunch. I'm sure we could <laughs> scramble up some eggs if you showed early, but yeah. we'd like you to come for lunch. <laughs> yes, we're going to have that. But I think before we get too deep into what's going on okay. with child yeah. and the luncheon and everything else, in our first segment, we didn't get around to market. Oh, we'll give update an update on rates. interest rates. Sure, so sure, sure. So, would you like to uh, jam <clears throat> through that with us, real quick? What do you think, Linda? Up or down? kind of at the middle right now a little lull in the rates right now oh wow Ooh, she's she pretty good she's pretty it. good okay linda let me tell you about janet yellen okay <laughs> okay his janet, favorite woman janet is the chairman of the federal reserve right right okay so janet by speaking of mere words can influence the markets and uh and uh, we, we we experienced this right after the election the election came out interest rates went up immediately and then on December 15th, the Federal Reserve was meeting, and Yellen made a, uh, a speech and basically said that they intend to increase rates three more times this year. And, uh, and then the markets went, oh, my gosh, and the you know, world's coming mm-hmm. to an end, and rates went even higher. Well, now, as since then, we've had some rallies and things where the bond market will rally a bit and rates will go down. Every single time there's a rally and rates go down, Janet or one of her cohorts makes a speech and scares the market back into driving the rates back up. And she did it again today. So, uh, Is there a method to the madness? Uh, it's certainly not looking like a coincidence to me that every time we have a few days of a rally in the bond market, someone from the Fed makes a speech and just basically pops that, pops that balloon. So um, with that said, we are 
kind of in a, in a range with rates. They're not going any lower. Thank you, Fed. They're not going really much higher either. Um, so 30-year fixed rates hovering right now around 4.25% for a conforming conventional loan. Not bad. No. You know, we can, we okay. can live with we can that. A little that. higher, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, a little higher. 15-year fixed rates are hovering around 3.45%. Okay, slightly F- up. FHA, 3.75. Wow, they're still great. Yep, jumbo 30-year fixed rates, also right around 4.25. Okay, those have been staying fairly steady. And those of you that are looking for shorter-term loans, um, there's loans where we might fix the rate for three years, five, excuse me, well, more more like five years, seven Mm -hmm. years, ten years, and then the rates would adjust Mm -hmm. after that. A five-year fixed rate is right around 3% today. Oh, nice. So so if, if you... okay. Wanted might to be some something risk. some of my investor people want to take a look right. at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poss- quite possibly. Okay. Um, you know, so a, a seven-year is hovering right around 3.5%. Mm-hmm. And you can get a 10-year fixed rate under 4%, right around 3875 okay. Considering so, the average American moves every seven to nine years, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Nope. Right. The trade-off is where a rate's going to be at the end of that period. If you right. plan on selling that yes. home or refinancing, yeah. then it's something to consider. Better have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got to have a plan. That's exactly right. Yeah. Exit strategy. Don't, don't just exactly. go by. Uh, yeah, exactly. Don't just go based on the rate. So all in all, uh, no thanks to Janet. Uh, rates are, are are hanging in there fairly. Oh, fairly she's flat not and your stable. favorite woman anymore. She was for quite a while. I wish I were her loan officer because then I would know when she decides to lock in her interest rate. But no such luck there. You're just her cyber stalker. I yeah. Think. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, I I can I can time it now. A couple of days rally, mm-hmm. rates go down a little bit, boom, out comes the Fed. You know, makes a comment or two, and scares everybody. So seems to be okay. the trend. Well, let's let's get off the scary yeah. stuff. Let's get off scary then. Not bad. Let's Not talk about bad. something pleasant. Okay. Let's talk about something pleasant like lunch. Yeah. Lunch with Linda. Lunch with Linda. <laughs> Heaven's your name's not Janet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So, Linda, you know, I know we already said a little bit who you are, Linda Foley, working with um, Children's Institute for Learning Differences. 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 And you're the Director of Development, correct? Correct. And I'm sorry, I say right off the bat that our director, Carrie Fannin, couldn't be with us today. She's in Baltimore at the International Learning Disabilities Association. Otherwise, she'd be right here tag-teaming with me. So she's disappointed. Well, I know we had talked about whether or not you would be able to make it last week or this week. And last week, it's probably just as well it didn't work out anyway because we had to cancel our show because of the snow. Exactly. So I'm glad you're here at least. And we can still get an opportunity. Yeah, we still get an opportunity. But so explain to everybody uh, in our listenership, what is CHILD? CHILD is a wonderful regional resource. We work with 25 school districts throughout Puget Sound. The purpose of CHILD is to provide interventions for children who, for particular reasons, are not able to function in regular schools at the given time. These children may be dealing with sensory processing issues. They may be dealing with forms of autism that is on the spectrum, as we say. They Mm -hmm. may have attention deficit disorder. The point is they have neurological impairments that are interfering with their learning. And these impairments have gone misdiagnosed or undiagnosed, which lead to a lot of behavioral overlay. And for these kids, failure begins to shape their behavior. They melt down, they act out, when actually what's going on is because those needs have not been diagnosed, Mm -hmm. they're not being addressed. And when those needs, those learning needs, those learning differences are addressed, These children make tremendous progress, and the point of child is to return the children 
to their local school districts. So it's an intervention service, and what I really like is we work in collaboration with school districts and parents with the notion that with the right therapy, the right setting, the right regulation, Mm -hmm. what we say calming, when those techniques are put in place, children return to home communities, which is what everyone wants. You want your child at home in his or her local school. Right. And so that was one of the things. So you and I met actually um, last year because Vicki Baxter, who's the CEO of the Renton Chamber, invited me to the luncheon you guys did in 2016. Yes. And so I went as did several other board members and, and people I knew from the the chamber and it was an eye opening experience. And you also had as one of the main speakers, um, a gentleman who had been through the programs Mm -hmm. many, many years earlier. And then you also, what was it? You mentioned it to me, uh, when we did an event recently that there's a, uh, what do they call it when someone's kind of coming out of the program? Right. So we call it a transition. And I'm so glad you brought that up because just January 13th, we celebrated another transition. And it's very exciting. A third grader is going back. Now he is back Mm -hmm. in his home school that happens to be Renton. And we always have a wonderful celebration when people transition. We are not a typical K through 12. Mm -hmm. Um, Our organization is comprised of training for parents and professionals, Mm -hmm. clinical services, occupational and speech therapy, and then, of course, therapeutic day classrooms. It's, as I keep mentioning, an intervention. So when people come so that they understand and learn about their learning differences, parents and children together in a very collaborative process, we look to help these children develop relationships. We look to have these children learn how to find their own sense of calm, Mm -hmm. what we call Mm -hmm. Regulation, And when that happens, these children develop a sense of confidence, what we call resilience, and they're able to return to those home schools. The gentleman you mentioned Mm -hmm. is an exciting fellow because when he was in third and fourth grade, I was not there at the time. You can tell. I was back in Boston then. Um, (laughs) He was at our school for a while, and now he's an attorney practicing law in the wonderful state of Washington. Yeah, Yeah, he was um, very impressive. And, what, a, and a great speaker. What we as like well. to say is um, people, when you come to child, whatever innate capacity you have will not be altered. What will be freed is that capacity will be let loose. We like to say this year, especially at our luncheon, fly high. So if you have talent, but because no one understood that you have problems with visual acuity, no one understood mm-hmm. that you had problems with balance, if you had problems distinguishing foreground from background noise, if noise is too much, then that talent doesn't get freed. That innate potential remains locked. But if you have the right intervention services, that talent is freed. So our students leave and they go to many different places Some go on to school, some go on to college, some go on to graduate school. Other children may be in vocational settings. They may be in a group home where they never were able to leave their own home before. Potential is freed, and it's a phenomenal experience to be in that transformative process with our students and staff. So how does this work then? I'm kind of visualizing your typical classroom situation. You've got one teacher and 25 or 30 kids in there, and uh, they're, they're... 
it's all that a teacher can do to cope with sort of the, the daily rigors of, of that situation. And then you have that special student that maybe has an issue that hasn't been diagnosed. How, how do they bring you in? That, that's a terrific question, Eric. So typically what happens is in a school setting, teachers become attuned to it's not working for a particular child. And what we like to say is for 80% of the population, typical schooling works. And then there's about 15% of mm-hmm. population for which we need to make some changes, and five need a definitive intervention. When schools pick up on that's the situation, they will send out the call. There'll be an individualized educational plan that will unfold, and when they realize that maybe an intervention is needed, they look to us, they look to other places. Child is one of the preferred places they look. Got it. And they're going to give – And uh, so they'll, you'll come up with the plan then. So they, they will meet with us. They will see if this is the right setting. There will be an exchange mm-hmm. of papers and materials, and lots of thought goes into this between the school district. Is this the right placement for the child? Right. Is the parent on board? And do we feel that this is the right placement for this child? Can we think that this will be the right setting to bring about the success we want? Right. How broad of an area is it that you provide the services? Because, I mean, the location currently, because that was the other thing last year when I was at the lunch, and your organization had just moved from a place you were leasing, if I remember right. correctly, on Mercer Island, and has now now has ownership. What's exciting is very few nonprofits live to do what we've done. We yeah. now own our very own home, home permanency. So when yeah. that occurs, you Excellent. know that your program can continue. Exactly. Yeah. Because of the need of the children that we serve, this is heart-wrenching. Children sometimes travel as long as 90 minutes each way to come to us. So yeah. we have children seeing us from Bainbridge Island, some, some travel as far as Olympia, Stanwood wow. Camino, okay. all to get a service that is too rare. Right, right. Well, good on those families and schools that get involved at that level. But we're going to talk about this a little bit more. We need to go into a break here real quick. So listeners, keep listening if you want to learn a bit more about child. And we'll be bringing up the info one more time about how you can get involved on Friday in the upcoming luncheon. Thank you. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I am Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Austin from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage, where every Tuesday at 3 o'clock we bring you information on real estate, finance, mm-hmm. and also we like to highlight nonprofits. Yeah. You know, they're doing cool things in our communities. And, Absolutely. Uh, happy to happy to hear today to have Linda Foley with us, Director of Development for CHILD. Yes. So the Children's Institute for Learning Differences. Yeah? Yes. And yes. if any of our guests have questions for, for us Absolutely. or for Linda, you can reach us toll-free at 866-712-1300. Mm-hmm. And also, I know, Reba, you'll probably put some information up on the on the yes. web later. Yeah, we already have uh, information currently from the, the promotional before Linda came on, but we will also be posting this. Unfortunately, when we repost the shows, they come on on Friday. So about the time we're having the luncheon is when that's going to go. But I have already posted on Facebook and several other places and social media information about this. And for anyone listening, if you want to learn more, you can go to Child now.org so c-h-i-l-d-n-o-w.org to start learning more about this and they have information about the upcoming luncheon Luncheon. yeah yeah so this is probably a good time to tell you Mm -hmm. about it 
We would love to have you join us. It's this Friday at noon at the beautiful Renton Pavilion in downtown mm-hmm. Renton at Burnett Street. And the beautiful thing about the luncheon is we see it as a way to embrace the community, the large community of Puget Sound, and let the community learn about us, where we mm-hmm. bust myths. Every child can succeed. And we love telling people about child and the way child helps children succeed. So come meet a lot of colleagues. There'll be a strong contingent from the business community, from the community of medicine, from the banking community, retailers, entrepreneurs, all gathered with one common passion, all the strong belief that every child has the right to be understood, affirmed, and most importantly, just like Riga and Eric were saying, have the opportunity to learn. Everybody's a lifelong mm-hmm. learner, and that's Absolutely. what child's about. Yeah, no, I think it's a fascinating program. Uh, you and I have talked outside of this and and the luncheon last year, basically. We got an opportunity, actually. Vicki took several of us out for a, a fun little uh, wine and tasting tour a few weeks ago. Um, and so we got to know each other a little bit better. And I was letting you know, like for me, this is so important. I have, I have clients of mine that, you know, for them, when they have children with special needs, they're having to look very hard at the communities that they move into mm-hmm. to make sure that there's going to be supportive programs and they will make decisions about where they live and where they can go so that they make sure that they have that connection. And as you also know, my family may not all live here, but I have a lot of folks in my family that have autism. And so that's an important thing for me. When you mentioned that, I like what Reba just said, listeners, when she mentioned that we met through community. Mm -hmm. The most devastating thing for a family who has a child with a learning difference before that child is Mm -hmm. given the help the child needs, lots of times that child develops behaviors. We say the child melts down, the child Mm -hmm. acts out. This family is struggling to make sense out of behaviors they don't understand. The behaviors mean that family is limited. What mm-hmm. begins to happen is a family no longer goes out to eat. A family no longer joins their friends because they're not yeah. sure how the stimuli will affect the very child. Very isolated. And so the very point of the luncheon is to develop community around the families. And as families get resilient themselves, they're able to go out and do more. But it's so terrific that you mentioned community it's so key i you know i have another past client that um unfortunately her her son has since passed but he was a a different kind of special needs and so for a while we were supporting children's therapy center in kent Mm -hmm. um, because basically her child had been born and i believe it was encephalitis that he suffered from and they they told her when he was born that you know go enjoy him he won't last very long now he lived to 21 he he just blew away the doctors and Quite the naysayers. Really good run. Yeah, he did. He had a, a great life, and but she was very. I saw her. You know, her marriage suffered. She went through divorce. Difficult it's to a, have relationships. So people do get very very isolated in these situations. And when she found CTC kids, because they give uh, help regardless right. of people's ability to pay, which if I remember correctly, isn't your organization? Well, the children that come to our organization are most typically referred from their school districts. If they come on their own, if a parent says um, a school district hasn't determined that this is going to be what they want to support Mm -hmm. for various reasons, they feel they have programs in place, then a parent comes and there is a private pay fee for that parent. I wanted to think about a little bit more, our listeners, about the sense of what it means when 
when any of us even experience some transition in our life or something for which we need a lot of support, community is vital. Mm -hmm. And I think what happens to most of us is when we are not feeling supported or affirmed, when we don't feel that our product, and for a student, (coughs) the product is your schoolwork, and if it's Mm -hmm. not valued and you shut down, children begin to say, I'm not seen, I'm not accepted, I'm not affirmed, I have no voice. The people who come to our luncheon this Friday, there is a tremendously compelling story, and if you don't witness it directly, you think it's a story, but no, it's life. One of our young students had not been attending for school, to school, not going to class, for more than 18 months. He found school so painful, mm-hmm. whatever those experiences were, that he just wasn't going. And like, you know, sort of George O'Keefe, the blossom blooms, he started at child, first to several days a week and then more, and now he doesn't stop coming. He is enjoying it, he's building relationships, and he's developing the confidence that will take him very far in his future. Oh, it's so valuable when that shift happens. I I guess I had a couple more questions, too. So with your facility, and you're located in Renton, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So somebody gets referred to you. So then that that child has an option to attend your classrooms, right? Correct. Okay, how's that work then? And what sort of coverage do you have and that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. So we have a couple of people, top-notch people. We have a head of school, Dominic Jimenez, and we have a head of our therapy, what we call pediatric clinical services, Kathy DeLeon. And Dominic takes a look at our population. So there's a lot that goes into placing a child, not only by what that child is doing in school, but what that child how that child relates to other children because the composition of a class is critical. Presently, we have seven classes, and typically there can be anywhere between four and seven children in a class. There's a lead teacher, and there are instructional aides. Some children need one-on-one. Some children just need a little shift in how those learning objectives are sequenced over time. And for some children where regulation, that is a sense of calming, is still not there, There's intensive occupational therapy that occurs for that child, and that child and the therapist class class and classroom work very closely together to help that child get that calm so relationships begin to build. So what we say at Child is we have a braided model. We include mental health, we include clinical services therapies, and we include therapeutic classroom. And that's what's unique about it, that all three work together on a daily basis. You call that a braided model. I love that. Yeah, because, you know, you think about ropes and Mm. they're braided and it provides strength. I like to say that I fell in love three times. I grew up in Boston and I left to go to graduate school in D.C. I met the love of my life and I started my own career uh, in preparing individuals to work with vulnerable populations. And those could be special educators, they could be counselors, or they could be other people in the health field. The third time I fell in love was when I was introduced to child. And that reason is, child, for me, is what I hope all education would be, a safe learning environment where children are accepted as they are, who they are, where they are. But most importantly, at child, We engage in a collaborative process where teachers and learners are equal partners in problem-solving together. Child has a voice. That's what I think is the critical difference, that collaborative process with the introduction of sensory processing therapies. I think 
And oh, it, yeah, are, are most so are most of your student center is it is it mostly autism or, or is it span different? different um, I won't say mostly. What I would say is a lot of times there are co-occurring issues where you have sensory processing disorders and you also have autism. So we have a broad range of students. Some of our children are what we say on the autism spectrum because mm-hmm. most of us know that you can be on various yeah, sure. spaces in the spectrum. Right. Um, uh, the majority of our children have sensory processing disorders, which means the neurological system is not able to process all the stimuli. Um, we have some children that have attention deficit disorder. They are not able mm-hmm. to stay with a task long enough, and mm-hmm. frustration builds. Sure. Or we have children who are so tremendously geared to stimuli that they can't stop. They're in hyper alert mm-hmm. all the time. And for those children, they need help with calming and helping with diffusing some of that stimuli. And then there are other neurological impairments that just interfere with learning, but that it doesn't mean the learner isn't with the ability to learn. We just have to figure out Mm -hmm. what are the blockages, what's preventing the learning at a given time. And as we unlock that and help that child find his or her style, Mm -hmm. then learning goes forward. Yeah, that was something that um, I was just at the Business Development Committee meeting this morning. And, of course, they're doing a um, a program in Renton that I think is really cool that they've been doing the last couple of years where they put a teacher together with a local business owner, and they get to have some shared time. So that business owner gets to see what a teacher does in the classroom, which I think is really key, um, especially because I think they're often quite shocked <laughs> at what they're having to contend with on a daily basis, especially if they have lots of students to, to deal with. And then um, that – teacher gets an opportunity to build a relationship with a local business owner and then sometimes actually find opportunities for students beyond school. And one of the people they were describing today sounds like someone who either could have been towards a program like this or maybe should have been directed towards a program like this because they were saying that he's he's on the spectrum, but if you put him in front of um, graphic design work, mm-hmm. he's just so laser focused. And the thing is, is because... They're still trying to figure out how he can interact with the rest of the world. How can he then take this skill he has and turn it into a trade once school ends for him? I think that's the whole point of how do we unlock what a child's capable of, what gives that child joy, and mm -hmm. how does that child move forward? I was listening to a student that will be speaking Friday. Again, I encourage you all to come Friday. Yeah. Um, he talked about if he hadn't come to child, if he hadn't found his inner strength and his creativity, he wants to go into acting, he said, I'd probably still be at home on the sofa. Yeah, He's a young man in high school, and he's preparing to engage in an acting career. And when I heard him speak yesterday, it was tremendously exciting to listen to all the opportunities ahead of him. But to listen to him talk about very specifically and with grace mm-hmm. how he learned these things and the confidence he got at child fantastic. just fantastic well stay tuned we've got more with linda foley from child and uh call us if you got questions 866-712-1300 we'll be back in just a moment open house has open phone lines give us a call at 866-712-1300 Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. 
Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we are still here with Linda Foley of Child. She's the Director of Development of the Children's Institute for Learning Differences. And uh, Linda, we've been telling our listeners about this fantastic program that uh, Child has for young students. Um, But can we just real quickly for the event that's coming up here on Friday, talk a little bit about how people can sign up for that because we've talked about where it is when it is but how the heck do i get there we would love to have (laughs) you come and ask questions have a lovely lunch with us you would be our guest uh it is a fundraiser but you will enjoy meeting people and you will enjoy learning about our school but i think the most important thing is the testimony from the people who have attended our school you can sign up you can call me directly at 425-336-4045. Again, that's 425-336-4045, or else I direct you to our website, childnow.org. And when you get to the events section, if you go down 217, 2017, you'll mm-hmm. see Child at Heart Luncheon. We're all children at heart. That's how we derived yes. our names. I'm so going to translate that luncheon. for our Seattle residents. That's Child at Heart yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they splice your tongue at birth when you're born in Boston so that yeah. you never forget where you came from. And I, I got some water from the bubbler. But, um, yeah. Eric's water absolutely correct. <laughs> is that supposed to be the faucet? What and I would like to share, and I'm going to need Eric's help as I share this. Our focus this year is on arts and humanities and how arts, arts and humanities, and humanities. <laughs> bring children to life. Um, we are looking to increase... The specialists who come, um, we work with the Seattle Symphony. We have a makerspace that we're developing um, and bringing more graphic technology to our students and more time with art specialists because we find the children who have been staying away, melting down, not coming to school, come alive. They are able to express themselves through the arts, and from that expression comes confidence. And when they have that confidence, they're willing to try again. And then academics uh, begin to flourish as confidence grows. Well, and they've shown time and time again that music really is a pathway to learning. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, all the things that it does in the brain itself, I mean, it's just so elemental and key you know i just i'm we talked during one of these breaks too it's like music is so important for the brain and synapses and bringing things together and cognitive function and uh, i think i was telling you i'm part of this you know real estate coaching group and i was recently at an event that they had in uh, palm springs Mm -hmm. and i just love the guy tom ferry is the organization i'll just throw it out there but he gave a copy of the book the brain warrior's way to every attendee. There were nearly a thousand people at this event. I mean, you got to really be into this book <laughs> to be buying a thousand <laughs> copies for people. But there's also a cookbook. And what was also interesting, so I'm in the midst of reading this. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. And so much of it is talking about music, things that help mm-hmm. build cognitive function, how to have a healthy brain. But a lot of it was also about our diet. Well, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of Dr. Amen and what they've done in their studies of how all these things can create a healthier brain. And they bring up a lot of people on the autism spectrum and with ADD and other kinds of disorders and how diet can make a, a huge change in, in how their body reacts. I'm so it's amazing. lucky to be here with Eric and Reba. They're certainly <laughs> Renaissance people because they have knowledge in a wide variety of areas. Thank you. Uh, certainly nutrition plays a major role. Um, 
when you were talking about movement, mm-hmm. you were talking about engaging the whole child. So through music, and I'll go back through our occupational therapy, we bring kids. We certainly look at movement, the visual stimulation mm-hmm. of the arts, and diet. You mentioned that. We notice when children travel so long to get to our school, often because of the time, because of what families face, some mm-hmm. of our children come without breakfast. It's real interesting. Some of you watch uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Viola Davis is a strong supporter of breakfast, and so mm-hmm. are we. It's interesting to see that people of note are understanding without breakfast, without nutrition, there is no power. That could be right. said for all meals. So child is now um, beginning a breakfast program so that our children have the internal resources, the nourishment to be learners. And we've received a great deal of support for that through the Renton community and other Mm -hmm. foundations. Well, and it's key that it be these pesticide-free, chemical-free, those kinds of things that are going in. And uh, Dr. Amen talks a lot about, you know, he calls it SAD, the standard American diet, Mm -hmm. which is really sad. And I'm looking at what I put in my body in a whole new way right now. I mean, I've always thought of myself as fairly healthy, but I am seriously taking a major look well, at, at my diet right now. Well, at our breakfast, which is exciting, our arts and humanities people took it on in the summer as a sort of pilot project when we realized kids were coming and their mm-hmm. attention was lagging. But when yeah. you look at our breakfast program, we do a couple of things. The most important thing is having breakfast, certainly. But the other thing is we help children make choices. They are given an array of healthy choices, and they can see these as delicious, as colorful. Mm -hmm. Uh, People put together a great combination of food, and kids begin to make choices from that which is healthy as Mm -hmm. well as attractive, and then that carries over. The Mm -hmm. other thing we do, which ties right back to our themes of building relationships, building confidence, developing someone who's resilient and can stay calm, we're teaching social skills at breakfast. So you'll see children and staff sitting in circular table, actually they're triangular, but group table that mimic home life, that mimic restaurant life. So everything we do is to bring children to a place where they can be with more people and they can find their environment friendly. Very holistic. So it becomes a familiar environment. So Mm -hmm. when you place them in a restaurant or something, they're going to be like, okay, I got this. Exactly. And parents Mm say, we've had parents tell us we weren't able to go out. We weren't able to be with Mm -hmm. other parents or children before. Our child has a sense of calm. Our child can sit through a meal, which is interesting because two years ago, this doesn't typically happen because they're in school. One of our children attended our luncheon, and he had a tremendously good time. Mm. Yeah. I love the holistic point of view of how, how you guys approach everything that's at the is school. This a, is this a growing it. thing? Are there more kids that are challenged like this now than in years past? Or is you it know, just we're the more numbers are rising. Yeah. Um, our child... Children's Institute for Learning Differences was founded in 1977 by a pioneer in the work, Trina Westerland. Um, she received the Lifetime Achievement Award in 2014 from the Seattle Metropolitan Magazine. And she would say, we're not at a loss for clients, certainly not. Mm. Uh, the numbers for autism have risen depending upon where you look. It's one in mm-hmm. 68 or it could be one in 50. Uh, the information out of the Sensory Processing Association, um, it's STAR, um, in Denver, Lucy Miller's work, and I didn't get that acronym entirely correct, but um, they would say that uh, one in 25% of the population of young children 
has a sensory processing disorder that when treated, then integration can occur more naturally. Mm -hmm. But the numbers do seem to be rising. Mm. And it's not just because we're diagnosing it. it there mm -hmm. are a lot of conditions, genetic, environmental, mm -hmm. and all of which we don't know, but it's and a combination. And many that we actually have control over if we just pay attention to it. Yeah, but you got to learn what those things are to, to really understand it. But uh, we only have a couple of minutes left in our program, so I want to make sure we get one more time to our listeners. So the event is this Friday. It is from noon to 1 for the program, but 11.30 is when they're starting check-in, correct, Linda? That is absolutely correct. Okay, well, we're going to have part of my team is going to be there. I've got uh, Marissa and Jennifer are both going to be joining me at the table, so we're looking forward to being with a wonderful group of folks again. But you have plenty of space available. So we, we do definitely want to get people to childnow.org okay. to sign up. And what was the phone number again, Linda? The phone number is 425-336-4045. Fantastic. Any other last-minute things that you want to share with our listeners that they should know about with the program? We've got one minute left. We should always remember that every child can succeed. The trick is, and it's not a trick, it's a skill to unlock the misdiagnosed or undiagnosed learning differences, affirm the child, and then learning will set that child free to reach his or her full potential. Come to child for a visit. Come to our luncheon. Say, visit our website to learn more. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, thank you, Linda Foley, for joining us so much. We really appreciate it. Hope you have a super successful breakfast here this Friday. And come join us again sometime, will you? I'd We'd like to, and bring Carrie with me. Absolutely, We'd love that. and and uh, and bring us breakfast. We all need that. Yeah, we'll give a report on this next week. There you go. Thank all you right. all for joining us. Uh, join us again next Tuesday at three o'clock for Open House with Team Reba. Thanks, everyone. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro East Side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.